Welcome to Best Kept Secrets Travel, episode two. My name's Morgan. And my name's Will. And on today's episode, we're going to be doing a quick travel guide all about Transnistria. I bet you haven't heard of that place. Roll the intro. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Best friends and that's for life who stay traveling. I'm talking worldwide, 65 countries between the two. Every moment is so unbelievable. Sharing the best kept secrets about the trips and mistakes they made that they can't forget. So tell me if you're ready for a time to remember as they gear up for the next adventure. Yeah. Woo! Best kept secrets travel. This is our first travel guide of season three, and this is going to be a very, very popular style of episode throughout episode three. It's going to be roughly (laughs) 10 to 15 minutes of fast-paced, informative, interesting, best-kept secrets and things to do and see in a specific place or country. And the reason for these quick travel guides is we want to teach you about these countries that you may not necessarily have heard of, or like in this episode... It's arguably a country, technically not. We want to teach you and inspire you to then want to go and travel to these places or just learn a bit more about them. You said it's technically a country or not, but I know it's actually a disputed territory located in Eastern Europe. It's been independent. That's good. It's been an independent republic since 1992, Morgan, but not recognised by any country. By any country, but it is recognised by... Best Kept Secrets Travel Podcast. Yep, it's recognised by Abkhazia, South Ossetia. And there was one more. Abkhazia, South Ossetia, which are two disputed regions in Georgia. And one more, which I can't remember off the top of my head. The region is mostly rural. And the economy is based on agriculture and small-scale industry. Transnistria is a great place to visit if you're interested in history and want to see a unique place that doesn't get many tourists. The people are friendly and there is lots of interesting architecture and scenery to explore. And it's interesting because it's still very much stuck in the past and Soviet themed. And when I visited there, I had a lovely old lady give me some hymns from some hymn that she was reading and told me to tell the queen next time i have tea with with queen elizabeth to um be careful for some reason if you're wondering just about where is transnistria relative to the rest of eastern europe it borders moldova and the region of transnistria is roughly the size of connecticut it also borders ukraine which is quite important at the moment. At the moment in the news. And now we'll move on to a quick history of Transnistria. Transnistria has a complicated history that goes back centuries. The region was part of the Principality of Moldavia in the 14th century and then part of the Ottoman Empire in the 16th century. In 1812, it became part of the Russian Empire and remained under Russian control until the breakup of the Soviet Union in 1991. And in 1992 is the year where Transnistria declared independence from Moldova. The region is not recognised by any country and the two sides have been locked in stalemate ever since. Tensions occasionally flare up, but so far there's been no major or significant conflict. One interesting fact about Transnistria is it has its own currency. The Transnistrian ruble 
is a currency that is not recognized by any other country and is mostly used for internal transaction. It's also quite weird because they're little plastic coins and they have Mary Queen of Scots is on one of them and it has a few other important people uh, for the Transnistrian people. And you also, when you turn up, you get a visa for a country that doesn't exist. They don't stamp it, it's like a little receipt, but it's very strange. Is it in your passport? No, no, it's a receipt that they then put in your passport, but it's not stuck in. Oh, Like a paper receipt. It's really weird. That is strange. And a best-kept secret we have about Transnistria is it is one of the best places to travel. If you're interested in seeing amazing history, a unique place that really doesn't get many tourists at all. I mean, Bald and Bankrupt's episode in Transnistria really shows there's almost zero tourists, apart from those people who are more outgoing. If you're one of those people, you're more likely to meet like-minded individuals. The people there are really friendly, interesting architecture and scenery to explore. The best way to get around Transnistria is by car. There aren't really any international airports in Transnistria and it's quite hard to get around in general. So the best way to do it is either go from a tour. Previously, you could get tours from Ukraine, but that's unlikely to be. I'm not sure if that's still around. So the best way to go now is to go from Chisinau, which is the capital of Moldova, and you can do tours and there are daily tours. It's hard to hire a car to go across so you ha- you'd have to get a public bus if you wanted to hire a car inside Transnistria so I would just recommend going on a tour from Chisinau if you are planning to visit Transnistria please make sure to do your research beforehand and be aware of that current political situation at your time of travel otherwise you're sure to have an interesting and unique experience of this little known corner of Europe I can guarantee it's going to be a unique and interesting experience regardless the best time to visit Transnistria is in the summer when the weather is warm and the days are long however be aware that there are some political unrest during this time so it's important to make sure you do your own research Transnistria uses the Cyrillic alphabet Morgan so you may be finding it slightly difficult to read some signs menus if you don't know how to read Cyrillic however Many people in Transnistria also speak Russian because that's really going to help you. Do you not speak Russian? So you may be able to get away with that. No, I don't. Do you not? No. Oh. But just encourage our listeners right now to go on our brand new website and read some of our blog posts. We have put up some of the best phrases to learn for when you go and visit Transnistria. The best way to get around Transnistria is by road. There is lots of scenery to see, but as I mentioned earlier, you will need to make sure that you get a visa to drive in the country, so make sure to get one before you go. If you're looking for some of the best food and drink in Transnistria, please make sure to check out the local bars and restaurants. The food is hearty, the drinks are very strong, so you're sure to leave feeling satisfied, or as most people like to say, drunk. And there are also quite a few Soviet-themed restaurants and bars, so be sure to check them out when you go. 
Some of the best places to eat in Transnistria are small restaurants in the cities and villages. The menus are usually in Cyrillic, but you can usually order by pointing at what you want. Be prepared for some hearty Slavic cuisine, as locals love their meat and potatoes. So there's lots of meals like borscht and things like that. The bars in the local bar scene are lively, full of locals, so it's a great opportunity to meet some of the friendly people of the region. Be sure to try some of those strong local spirits, as they are definitely going to put some of those hairs on your chest. There is no shortage of things to do in Transnistria. The region is home to a variety of interesting historical sites, and there's plenty of scenic landscapes to explore. There are also a few decent restaurants and bars so you can enjoy some good food and drink whilst you're there. You can also go and watch football matches there as they have a big football team there. Really? Yeah. They were in the Champions League last year. That's pretty cool. They beat Real Madrid. Well, if you're also interested in history, be sure to check out many ancient ruins and fortresses in the region. One of the most popular tourist destinations in Transnistria Mm. is... Tiraspol. The capital city of Transnistria. Tiraspol. Is home to a number of interesting historical sites, including the old fortress, several churches dating back to the 18th century. If you're looking for some beautiful scenery, be sure to check out Lake Seversky Donets. The lake is located in the northwest of Transnistria and is surrounded by forested hills and mountains. It's a great place for hiking, camping, fishing and kayaking. Another great place for our nature lovers listening to this podcast is Prut National Park. The park is located on the border between Moldova and Transnistria and it's home to a range of different wildlife, including deer, wild boar, bear, wolves, (laughs) eagles. There are also several hiking trails through the park that offer great views of the surrounding countryside. So if you're looking for an interesting and unique travelling experience, be sure to check out Transnistria. The region is home to a variety of interesting historical sites, scenic landscapes and hearty Slavic cuisine. Make sure to do your own research beforehand so you know what to expect and be prepared for some political unrest during the summer months. But just go out there and have fun. And as always... We need you to share the secret, plant the trees, and roll the outro. Yeah, let's make it happen. I hope that you can handle uh, going on adventures, best kept secret travels. Yeah, all over the globe, having fun. You know the deal. Amazing secret locations. Hang out with Morgan and Will. Uh, educate and entertain. Haggle in the market. Uh, sharing their experiences. Time to get it started. Let's go.